Everything's based on the teachings of the divine grace, A.C. Akhidavata Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Jagannath International Society of Christian Consciousness. Om Vigyanati Manandasyam Tehantanasavadhyatra Tsukhini Vitaanyanatashmahin Svigadevam Sijaitanyodhisvam Sakutanyodhupadhyam Today we'd like to talk on the theme, God's will be done. And we all go through disappointments, setbacks in life, things happen to us that we don't understand. Maybe you prayed for a loved one that didn't make it, you worked hard for promotion, you got passed over, stood in faith for a relationship that didn't work out. One of the best things you can do is just release it. Let it go. That loved one didn't get healed. You didn't get that promotion. The relationship didn't work out. Don't dwell on it. Let it go. Why? Because if you don't, all it's going to do is lead to bitterness, resentment, self-pity. Before long, you'll be blaming others, blaming yourself, blaming God. You may not have understood it. It may not have been fair. But when you release it, it's an act of faith. If you're familiar with the epic Mahabharata, Duryodhana couldn't understand why he couldn't be king. Even though the pious Pandavas were legitimate heirs to the throne through their father Pandu, Duryodhana just couldn't accept it. He couldn't release his criminal, illegitimate ambition to steal the kingdom from his cousins. Why couldn't he release? Because releasing is trusting in God. Releasing is saying, God, Krishna, even though it isn't going to work out my way, even though I can't be the king, I recognize that with you, all things work for my good. I believe you still have something good for my future. Can I tell you there's power in letting go? We're not saying to let go of your dreams, your promises, but we're saying instead, let go of the frustration of trying to have it all your way. Take your hands off the wheel and say, Krishna, I'm going to let you drive. Lord, you know the best path for my life. Lord, you can see the detours. You can see the dead ends down the road. You know the shortcuts. Krishna, I'm going to let you take me where you want me to go. I heard about a mountain climber. He lost his footing. Started sliding down a deep cliff. Miraculously, he grabbed this little wisp of a bush. It's dangling hundreds of feet in the air called out, is there anyone up there? A voice came down from above. Yes. He said, can you help me? The voice came down, let go of the bush. Climber thought about that for a moment and then called out, anybody else up there? <laughs> That's the problem so often. We'll trust Krishna as long as he does it our way, the way that I have planned. But for Krishna to help us, we have to be willing to let go. Maybe something didn't work out your way. Well, instead of being frustrated, try a bigger, broader view. Krishna has something better in store. Maybe Krishna closed the door because you were believing too small. Maybe it didn't work out because what you're praying for would be second best. Maybe Krishna loves you too much to let it happen your way. The question is, will you trust him enough to let him do it his way? Will you take your hands off the wheel and let him do the driving? Now, God's ways are not our ways. They're higher. They're better than our ways. Anything that you just have to have, 
putting too much emphasis on it, that means that you're out of balance. This is where Duryodhan missed it. He had to have what his cousins, the Pandavas, had. He forced his blind father, Duryodhana, to go along with his schemes. He always manipulated his father by telling him, if I don't get my way, I'll kill myself. Now it's good to have dreams, good to have goals, to stand in faith, to be determined. But you have to be mature enough to then put them on the altar. Krishna, this is what I want. This is what I'm hoping and praying for. But you know what's better for me. If it doesn't happen my way on my timetable, I'm not going to get bitter or frustrated. Krishna, I'm going to trust you. My life is in your hands. Hare Krishna means my will not necessarily be done, but your will, Lord, be done. Throughout the entire year of 1977, our spiritual master, Prabhupada, was ill. And he instructed that in every one of the Hare Krishna temples, the devotees pray every morning and evening, Krishna, if it is your desire, let Prabhupada, our guru, be restored to health. Keep Prabhupada with us longer. We made known to Krishna our desire, but Prabhupada taught us that Krishna's desire might be different than our desire, and we should be okay with that. Prabhupada passed away from this world November 14, 1977 at 7.35 in the evening in Vrindavan, India. I was right there, like three feet from his head. It was the worst day of my life. There was turmoil in his ISKCON, International Society for Krishna Consciousness Movement afterwards. Several years of confusion, bad decisions. But can I tell you that all that was necessary for his spiritual children, his disciples, to grow up. That's what it takes for children to become parents. Unless they're put into the shoes of parenthood, how will they discover what to do? Every parent makes lots of mistakes, but if they're faithful to the role and they love their children, everything usually turns out fairly well. Did you ever think about this? You have to prove more qualifications in society for prescription drugs. You have to pr pr provide more qualifications to society to get a driver's license. You have to provide more bona fides to get a minimum wage job than you have to, to take a baby home from the hospital. How unqualified every new father must feel holding that tiny, delicate, seven, eight pound precious child in his hands. Similarly, when our spiritual father left us, we as disciples wondered how we were going to take care of this fledgling ISKCON, International Society of Christian Consciousness. The answer, of course, is that there were no answers. After Prabhupada passed away from our physical eyes, some or other we were guided from within, made and molded from within. Mistakes, wrong turns after all, failures. We know they're just stepping stones on the way to success. Don't get so consumed by a dream that if it doesn't work out exactly according to your plan, you get all bent out of shape and throw out the towel. Every slip-up brings you closer to success. Some of you have had disappointments, you've had situations happen to you that weren't fair, you don't understand how or why they happen. And you could easily become better, you could live with a chip on your shoulder, give up on your dreams. No! I'm here tonight to strongly advise you against that. Why? Because Krishna, God, is at work in your life right now. He's directing your steps. 
What you thought was a setback is actually a setup. God's getting you in position to take you to a new level of your destiny. But you've got to do your part and get in agreement with Krishna. Shake off the self-pity. Shake off the disappointment. Quit thinking that Krishna has let you down. Quit thinking that Krishna or God doesn't answer your prayers. He has you in the palm of his hand. He's directing you every step of the way. That disappointment may not have been fair, but if you'll let it go, it will be part of something awesome that Krishna is about to do in your life. Stay in faith. Keep your cool. Regularly chant his holy names. The result will be not ordinary like you planned, but extraordinary like Krishna's plan. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama. You know what we need to learn? We need to learn not to get into God's way. Because He's already got a timetable to promote you beyond your wildest dreams. You just have to pass the test, stay in faith. Don't put Him off or delay what He has in mind for you with negative thoughts, defeatist mentality, and negative thinking. In spite of our prayers for Prabhupada's recovery in 1977, Krishna took him back home, back to Godhead. We cried, we lamented, we broke down, we grieved for a season. Another character in the Mahabharata, the great grandfather Bhisma, he once gave valuable advice on how to deal with the loss of a loved one. He said, you cannot prevent the birds of lamentation from flying over your head but you should keep them from making a permanent nest in your hair. <laughs> what he was saying is, sooner rather than later, you have to shake off the grief and move ahead. Prabhupada founded ISKCON in his old age. It wasn't a surprise that he had to leave. Over and over in his lectures, he would say, I am an old man. I can leave at any time. It is up to you young disciples to push this Krishna consciousness movement into the future. There were 108 temples at the time, probably leaving his body in 1977. Now there's said to be more than 800. Prabhupada personally had 5,000 disciples. Today, 100 of his disciples are initiated spiritual masters. Two of them, Jayapataka Swami and Radha Swami, are said to have 50,000 disciples and 15,000 disciples, respectively. What are we trying to say? At some point, you have to let it go. Yes, I'm disappointed. Yes, it's hard, but just because my loved one has died doesn't mean the Lord's plan for my life is over. What for us as Prabhupada's disciples was the darkest hour of our lives launched us into what we're doing now. Loss is difficult, but if we let it go, if we trust that Krishna and God is still in control, we step up to a greater level of our destiny. God's ways are not our ways. We want to go sequentially, A, B, C, D, that's what makes sense to us. Krishna doesn't roll that way. He starts at A, goes to B, then up to P, back to C, then to F, then to P, then to K, then to Z. Why didn't my marriage make it? Why did my wife leave me? Why did this company lay me off after I worked there for 20 years? Here's my answer. It's very profound. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that God is just. He's directing my steps. It may not have been fair, but God or Krishna's fair. You need to let it go and move forward. Holding on to the old is going to keep you from the new. He's going to pay you back eventually for the unfair things that happened. Quit trying to figure out why something happened to you. Why did I have a miscarriage? Why was I born into this family? Why did this person leave me? It's only going to lead to frustration. 
There are some situations we face that there are no logical explanations to. You have to be big enough to say, I don't understand why this happened, but I'm okay with it. I don't have to have all the answers. Krishna, you're God, and I'm not. And since you're directing my steps, I'm not going to waste my time and my energy trying to figure out everything that happens along the way. Most of the time we can deal with a situation, would you agree with me, if we can put a file to it. He was running with the wrong crowd. That's why he got into trouble. And that makes sense. She wasn't raised in a good environment. She got off course. That makes sense. But what about the things that don't make sense? What about 9-11? What about a baby born with a birth defect? What about a drunk driver who ends somebody's life? What happens when we can't find a file to put it in? Well, every one of us needs to create an I don't know file. Instead of getting frustrated, confused, trying to figure it all out, just put it in your I don't know file and leave it alone. If Krishna wants you to know why something happened, he's God, he can tell you. But if Krishna's not revealing it to you, then just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. God doesn't have to explain his every step to us. If we're going to trust Krishna, we have to accept the fact that there will be some unanswered questions. Don't put a question mark where Krishna has put a period. If you prayed, you believed, and it didn't work out, that means that Krishna God put a period. Now leave it alone. Move forward. We prayed for Prabhupada to stay. We said we needed more time, more guidance. We argued that we weren't ready, we weren't mature enough. We were going to make some bad decisions, mess things up. But on November 14, 1977, Krishna put a period. Some 45 years later, some people are still questioning why Prabhupada left us. Still bitter, still frustrated, still stuck, still soaking, still soured, still haven't figured it out, still haven't accepted it. I'll tell you why Prabhupada left us. Because it was his disciples' time. Yes, to make mistakes. Yes, to make wrong terms, but sooner or later it was going to be their time. That's what Prabhupada wanted. What father does not want his own son to become a father? That's what he was training us for. So deal with it and let's move forward. This is a new day. We celebrate what Krishna did through Prabhupada, but we also step into the new beginning that Krishna has in store for us. We celebrate what Krishna has done through us. After all, nobody, not Prabhupada, not Lord Jesus Christ, not anybody else does anything except it is through the grace and power of God. Krishna empowered Prabhupada to do more than his guru. His guru, Bhakti Siddhanta, established 64 centers in India in the mid-1900s. Prabhupada opened 108 temples on several continents in the 1970s. Those were chapters. Now we turn the page. We look forward. We come into another chapter. Krishna works in new seasons with new generations doing new things to bring others into his loving devotional service. And we've all experienced loss. Situations that didn't seem fair. Even when you prayed. Even when you paid the hospital bills. You fasted. You stayed up all night and still you lost that child. Krishna is going to appoint you another seed. He's got a new beginning for you, another chapter. When we first came to Utah in the early 
1980s, all we had was this log house down here. Ramesh and Kirti Rati used to drive down from Salt Lake to Spanish Fork. There was a dairy nearby. They had to buy special milk for their son, whose name was Chaitanya. He was premature, underweight, and a sickly child. They came week after week for months after months. They did everything they could, but eventually they lost him. They were devastated. After having gotten to know them and their struggles, we were also touched by their sadness. But can I tell you, if you let go of the hurts and pains, don't get stuck in mourning, then for everything that you've lost, Krishna will appoint another seed. You're going to give birth in the future to more than you've lost in the past. Now, do your part. Trust in the Lord. Whatever you've lost in the past, if you stay in faith, He's going to give you double in the future. Recently, Ramesh and Kirti's two sons, neither of which knew their older brother Chaitanya, their names are Naveen and Nitcham. They graduated University of Utah. Ramesh and Kirti lost one son in the 1980s, but because they kept coming to the temple, believing in the Lord, chanting the holy names, he made it up to them by giving them two sons who are very, very fine young men today. Did you ever wonder why the windshield is so large and the rearview mirror is so small? It's because what's in your past is not nearly as important as what's in your future. Where you're going is much more important than where you've been. And don't let one setback in the past ruin your life. One betrayal, one mistake, one divorce, one bankruptcy, don't let that define the rest of your life. That's not who you are. Losses are just as much a part of your divine destiny as it gains. Krishna closes some doors in order to open bigger doors in the future. He doesn't want us to live small lives with small plans, crying on the shoulder of a small guy. He wants us out in the open field. He loves us too much to leave us where we are. He wants us to be history makers, game changers, barrier breakers. Krishna has for you another relationship, another business, another breakthrough, another victory. Now don't waste time mourning what you cannot change. Move into the new. My advice is not to get in way over your head trying to figure out everything that Krishna is up to because you don't have the capacity. Don't trouble yourself over things you don't understand. It is said, now we know in part, but one day we'll know in full. One day we'll look back in amazement and see that the hand of Krishna was always at work doing great things in our lives. Krishna took injustice and brought good out of it. Krishna took tragedy and used it to plant seeds. He took a betrayal and opened a great door now. Why don't we trust him? Why don't we take our hands off the wheel and let him do the driving? Let go of the frustration of trying to have it our way. Let go of the lies of life. Put those unanswered questions in your I don't know file. Some of you today have things that are weighing you down, keeping you from God's best. Make a decision right now that you're going to let it go. Release it to Krishna. You can walk out of here tonight feeling freer and lighter. If you choose, you can walk right out of here into the bright future that Krishna has in store. 
for everything that you've lost, Krishna has appointed another beginning, another breakthrough, another victory. And as you learn to let things go, Krishna will go to work, make your wrongs right, pay you back for every injustice. He'll restore you double for every disappointment. He'll get you to the great future He has in store for you in this life. Next life, He'll take you back to home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.